You are now listening to episode 27 of I'm an Adult, Now What? Hosted by Jade Pattenden. I haven't done a solo episode in a long time. That's just because I typically like to read like self-help books that are hopefully helpful. <laughs> um, yeah, so I read them and then if there's something that I'm like, wow, that's really powerful, I think it could really help people, then I want to do solo episodes about them. Um, but I've just been the slowest reader ever is basically why I haven't done one in a while. And also, I just, like, I want to feel, like, inspired to do an episode. So instead of being like, oh, you know, I feel like I should be releasing episodes, like, once a week or once every fortnight, like, I don't want to put that pressure on myself because then it becomes more about, like, pumping out content than the actual content, and that's what matters to me. So, anyways, basically, I've been reading this book, your Sacred Self by Wayne W. Dyer. I've read his other book, Your Erroneous Zones. And yeah, and that was a really great book. It's about negative thinking. But this one is more spiritual and like, yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, a spiritual book? Like, you're so hippie. Um, and it's like, maybe I am. But I think spiritual just means um, kind of being more connected with yourself but just like more so like the idea of like something bigger than yourself like to use this term god is very like religious oriented and that scares people off but it's just the idea that like the source of life whatever you believe that to be um being spiritual i think it's just being more connected and reminded that we all come from like one source I don't know that's a whole complicated other thing but when you're listening to this like please have an open mind because it's really helpful and I'm not trying to like convert you to thinking like to believing in God or whatever it's not about that so basically I wanted to talk about this chapter in this book called cultivate the witness and how I would explain it is if you pictured yourself in an interrogation room and you're sitting in that room, like, look around, like, see what that looks like. And, like, if you're feeling, like, panicked in this interrogation room, like, you're sitting there and you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, like, I didn't do anything wrong, blah, 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 whatever you're feeling. Um, so that's typically how people operate in day-to-day -day life you just feel your feelings and you're living in those feelings that's what we're taught so we're not really taught to see things from a witnessing perspective and that's what this chapter talks about so now if you were to picture yourself sitting in the interrogation room but then there's also another version of yourself that's behind that glass that can see the person in the interrogation room, that version of you, but the person inside the interrogation room doesn't see who's on the other side of the glass. They're just thinking about what's going on inside that room and feeling panicked or upset or whatever. And so now if you picture it from the perspective of the person behind the glass, you're now witnessing the person who's feeling those emotions in the room. I don't know if that's a good like example, but 
that's what I thought of when, um, when I read this chapter. And so basically by witnessing it, it adds an extra layer to your consciousness. So if you were like an onion, <laughs> you have your layer, that's your physical body. And then you have another layer that's your thoughts. And then you have another layer that's like your emotions. And now you're adding a layer as a witness. Anyways, I'm going to quote from the book now. So in this chapter, I ask you to shift your self-perception and cultivate a higher aspect of yourself known as the compassionate witness. Rather than think of yourself as a human being who has thoughts, feelings, and behaviors, begin practicing stepping outside of yourself. I am showing you the way to a new kind of freedom where you witness your life and no longer are a dancer choreographed and directed by others. That essentially summarizes it pretty well, but I'm going to dive in a little bit deeper to explain the concept more. So he says, remind yourself that there is definitely an activity called noticing, and it includes the noticer and that which is being noticed. At this point, concentrate on being the noticer and getting accustomed to going to this place in your consciousness more frequently in your daily life. So he talks about the advantages of becoming a witness. And number one is when you cultivate your compassionate witness, you become aware that you are more than your daily thoughts, feelings, and sensations. You learn that you're much more than a captive of a learned set of beliefs and behaviors that you have practiced over a lifetime. You will achieve an expanded view of who you are and this awareness will lead you to higher levels of living. Learning to cultivate the witness adds a new dimension to life, leading to a more spiritual and blissful existence. Number two, when you cultivate the compassionate witness, you become aware that you're more than what bothers you. As you cultivate the witness, the truth of nothing in my world ever goes wrong becomes apparent. You develop a knowing that transcends what you call your problems. The witness does not identify with the problems. You, you see those problems as the concerns of your body, which can be resolved without inner despair. Detached in this way, problems cannot get a lock on your inner world. You will become almost indifferent because you possess the knowing that in this world of the body, everything changes, nothing remains the same. If you learn to view difficulties not as something that you must own internally, but as the natural comings and goings of the physical world, you will cultivate the witness on the path of your sacred quest. Number three, when you cultivate your compassionate witness, you take an action that can dissipate problems. Number four, when you cultivate your compassionate witness, you bring peace into your life. Stephen Walensky describes it in this way in his book, Quantum Consciousness. Quote, if I can begin to observe and witness my reactions, then I will feel freer and more at peace. It is only by the identification and fusion with a thought or a feeling that I limit myself from being the observer to becoming the experience itself, unquote. The ability to assume the witness viewpoint means allowing your higher self to observe it in its non-judgmental and compassionate way. When you can witness your ego self, you are not your ego self. Unquote. So yeah, there's a lot of themes that are like very um, common when you read these kind of like self-help, uh, self-development, spiritual type books. Like um, I read like 
I've, I don't know, I've read like Eckhart Tolle and, um, other Wayne Dyer books and like, even like the alchemist, like the themes are very, um, very much so coming from the same source. Um, just maybe said in different ways and from different perspectives and attacking different problems. So further in this chapter of cultivating the witness, there are four categories of observation that he talks about. So the first one is observing your body. I'm not going to quote the whole thing, but he says, when you look into a mirror and see a new wrinkle, the formless part of you who sees the wrinkle has not changed, even though the skin sags, unquote, which is great because it's like, if you think about it, your body can change as much as it wants to, but the soul that is inside of your body, like, won't necessarily change, like, hopefully it will change for the better, but, like, who you are deep, deep down is always going to be the same, no matter what. Um, so, he says, true awareness is a state of pure witnessing, without any attempt to fix or change that which is being witnessed. It is a kind of non-judgmental love that, by itself, is healing unquote and that's so true and the second is observing your mind try to view your thoughts as a component of your body and mind think of thoughts as things things that you have the capacity to get outside of and observe unquote okay so quote you've been led to believe that these thoughts are not always within your control your belief may be that the thinking process just goes on and on even when you would like it to stop I'm not asking you to stop your thoughts, but merely to know that you have the ability to be the witness to your thoughts. Just observing the flow of thoughts will slow the mind down to the still point where you can experience God. First you want to watch your thoughts, then you want to watch yourself watching your thoughts. Here is the door to, inner, to the inner space where, free from all thoughts, you experience the bliss and the freedom that transport you directly to your higher self." Unquote. Okay, so like, yeah, that's where things get like a little more spiritual, but if you don't think of it in that way or um, focus on what else he's saying, like if the spiritual side of things bothers you, like you can still apply this to your life to like help you out. So that's why I said keep an open mind. Oh, I really like this quote. Okay, so he also says, troubles begin with a thought that you put into your mind and allow to fester to the point of anxiety, unquote. I love that because, yeah, like if you take one thought where it's like, oh my God, I look horrible today. And then you let it spiral into this thing, like a snowball just growing and growing and growing as it rolls down the hill. Like if you don't stop it from rolling, it'll just become an anxious feeling within your body it's not a good feeling so if you start witnessing that like like oh my gosh i'm yes i'm feeling this way i'm feeling anxious it's because i'm having those thoughts like let me try and stop this thought like that's coming from the witness perspective instead of me just feeling anxious quote freedom is what the witness alignment offers it gives you the freedom to be in an airport for example watching others upset over a flight cancellation while you silently witness their behavior along with your own internal and external behavior 
And he also says, learning to observe the world from the perspective of the detached witness does not, however, mean being emotionless. It simply means being free of immobilizing emotions. Unquote. And I think that's important because I was kind of like, oh, if I stop feeling this way, am I just going to feel like a robot with no emotions or like that I'm savage because I don't feel anything? But that's not necessarily the case. You just, you still feel what you feel, but you look at it from a more like kind of rational perspective and you realize that there are problems that will of course happen in life no matter what, small or big, and that's just part of it. But when you witness it from that extra layer of consciousness, it's a lot easier to deal with things and you won't be as reactive. Like there's almost like a a moment where you're like, you pause to be like, okay, yeah, I feel this, but like it feels kind of a little bit more separate from you. And then you can be like, okay, now I can try and find a solution or just it helps you cope with it, I guess. I'm still trying to like apply these like methods to my life and it's it is hard it takes time but just knowing that it's an option is the first thing that matters all i ask is that you try and see how it goes for you and hopefully it goes well i really don't think it's um easy for it to go badly for you anyways i should really stop recording shit when i'm tired oh my god there's way more to it i'm not even done yeah but i was like you know what that chapter was pretty amazing. So I was like, this would be a really good solo episode. Yeah, I just really think that by like adding that extra layer of being a compassionate witness to yourself, it just really helps like your happiness, your mood, um, just your life. It's just, it's really interesting. It's kind of one of those things that I don't think it really makes sense until you try it and think about it and yeah anyways i hope that it's helpful for you thanks for listening um and until next time (laughs) all right see you if you have any comments questions concerns or requests for future episodes please email i'm an adult now what at gmail.com i read every email and would love to hear from you Please subscribe to receive future updates on episodes, and if you feel like it, please rate this podcast on your streaming platform of choice.